0: I don't episode is so, so I have <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, you're not in. I know, but there's always something to come in.
2: Bring the camera. All right, here we go. Boy, it took a minute there to bring me over for some crazy reason. Once again, working with so many different things at one time, uh, things will go a little bit awry, but again, we'll get everything straightened out. No big deal, because that's just the way it works. You keep it going until things get straightened out, and after that, we just hope for the best. So welcome, everyone, to Coaching Sessions here. Tonight with myself, Gia, and Jesse, we've missed these guys. I know we've been trying to get everything back here on track as we're slowly transitioning back into newer and better things. Hopefully everything is working out here well tonight. I'm trying to see if the feed is coming across YouTube. So if you see me looking away a little bit from the camera, that's kind of the reason why. But tonight, since there's a lot of things that are going on in today's society, and what better night to do it in tonight, we're talking about the people who love to fact check the fact checkers. And then those people like to fact check the fact check to make sure that fact check is actually the fact correct check. So... The craziest thing that it may be is that we hope that everyone knows and understands that, yes, there are people who love to still tell the truth. But unfortunately, you also have a bunch of people, too, who like to tell more than just the white lie because it's the perception. It's what they want you to believe. And so tonight, because it's always great to hang out with this best couple, and I'm hoping I'm going to bring this here To make sure I bring the range up, and it is Jesse and Gia. First of all, you guys, I've missed you extremely because I know we haven't been on in a great while. But how are you guys from that beautiful island that you guys are in?
0: Oh, it's so good to be back, Angel. We missed you. Yes, we have and it is beautiful here in the bahamas as always a little warm but i hear it's kind of warm in the ma- on the mainland too you guys have been getting some heat yeah uh, mother nature is turning up the heat on all of us but we're we're excited to be back in the cool broad street south su- studio you and know
1: we are doing very well and like Gina said you know just thrilled to finally be back with you good to see you good to see everyone. everybody Man,
0: watching tonight, big shout out! But and I love it. Like, what a better way to to, to come back in action than talking about truth and lies?
2: That's I, the big exciting. thing. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of that. There's a lot of that going around, huh?
2: That's yeah, that there is. And it you know it seems kind of crazy because again, you you tried not to get caught up in so many different things that are happening. But it used to be before you could have a natural conversation, have fun with everybody just kind of pick up on what people are throwing down and, you know, you just kind of roll into it. The bad part is now is that you hope as people are putting out information and disinformation, I don't know where in the world that that word came from because it's either information, misinformation I've heard before, but disinformation, I mean, they're coming up with any single thing that they can possibly come up with to add in front of information, you know, fluctual formation, who knows what, But to me, it's we've gotten down to a point in society that as we speak to new people, as we hear what's going on with our government here, as we hear so many different things, what becomes the truth and what becomes a lie? And that's what we are at this point here is trying to figure out exactly what it is, whether when we're here talking amongst each other and we share information back and forth, you know, we can all easily come up with a lie. Like I can easily lie and say, sure, I'm the next new billionaire from the mega millions. Well, That's a bold faced lie, because obviously I I still would be here doing what I'm doing, which is having fun. But at the same time, too, obviously, if I went back to work the next day, people were like, wait a minute, I thought you won the mega millions, but you didn't. So obviously I didn't. But the big thing for me is we need to start figuring out the a natural conversation, how things go. And as we talk to people, how do we pick up on our body language? Because everybody knows. If you pick up on some, someone's body language, whether they sit up straight, whether they tend to slouch a little bit, it, it all gives off some sort of vibe. Like, you know, are we relaxed? Are we uptight? Everybody knows that we've been on those first dates, those first interviews, you know, multiple interviews. It's the same way because you're always thinking about it when you're sitting down. You know, do I put my hands down? Because if I do, does that person know that I'm into them or do I lean forward? So everything that we we do, it, it's always questionable. Does someone tell me the truth or tell me a lie? So... I, I want to start off with you guys first. The biggest way to find out if someone, we'll start out with the easiest stuff, the line, because the truth is to me, it's a little bit harder for some folks, but the biggest thing, and we'll wait, oh, the connection went away. There it is. Came back. So the big thing is when someone is telling a lie, you guys, what's one of those things that we should be looking out for as, I don't know, like a little trigger, I guess to say,
0: All right, so you're talking, there's a lot to unpack with lies, I love, I love this topic, because it's, it's an important topic, and we, we've been told lies about lies, and then we compound the lies, and all sorts of lies, right, like you said, we read an article, oh my goodness, if the person looks left, they must be lying, or if they shift in their seat, you know, so then we're, you know, we're on a date or we're talking to someone and they, they do something, we're like, Oh, that, that's it. I read, I read on Instagram that that's a red flag that person scratched their head. They must be lying. Right. And we make these judgments, right? The first thing I'd like to say before we even get in, it, you know, I believe I would suggest, and I will say this, and one of my beliefs and I'd like to hold my beliefs loosely, but this is one I hold a little tighter. People don't lie to other people people lie for themselves now i know that's that's a tough one right and it Just blows people's you guys. minds What's, when they say it they're like but no 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 that person like lied to to me no we all lie we are all human mm-hmm. you know we've all learned the art of misinformation at a really really young age and you know what we're kind of good at it but I can tell you any lie I've ever told has always been to protect myself, never to harm another person. And if we all sit and think for a second, of the last time we lied, no judgment, cause we all do it. We're all human. Right. I think you'll find the same fact is true. Now, with that being said, I'm going to turn you over to the body language. Not expert, but guru. we oh, here to God. talk a little bit more Wait, about that. The you question went, you actually asked.
1: You went from from expert to guru. I think you made it worse. I
0: might.
1: Have. <laughs> so, Angel, your your question was, you know, how do we know? Is, is there some some technique, maybe a hack, so on and so forth? And there, you know, look, there are a lot of experts out there with regards to both verbal and nonverbal uh, communication, and that's right. what you're asking about. You're asking about that that time when you sit down with a friend and you're, you're sharing stories and you hear a story from your friend and you're whether it's your intuition, whatever it is that you want to call it, there's a thought in your mind that, Oh my God, they, they might be lying to me. They may be telling me an untruth. You know, how can I discern between, you know, the truth and the untruth. And unfortunately it's massively complicated, but there's one specific element that, that most of the experts and, and I, Had a period in my life where I was doing research on this subject deeply because it it had to do with my job, Uh, but that they that they all agree on. And that is the difference between normal and not normal. Right. So, you know, Angel, you know, you you sit down with a friend of yours and and you know them fairly well and you're having a conversation and there are just simply no red flags or there's no intuition spark. You're listening to their stories and everything feels natural. But then there's something that they say that doesn't feel right to you. And that's the difference likely between your reading normal behavior and your subconsciously being triggered to an abnormal behavior. The experts, you know, talk and break down, you know, the different body languages and the different moves, the the directions that eyes are moving and or uh, facial tics or touching their face and so on and so forth. And all those things definitely play into it. But what's most important is understanding what somebody's normal is and in fact even you know where police interrogations are concerned it's one of the one of the facets of that is to understand this person you're talking to what's their normal relaxed comfortable behavior versus this thing i just heard you know how did they how did they behave what was the change in their tone so many different pieces oh we have a a comment honestly for me the truth is a lot easier i forget a lot so lying works against me. The truth may hurt, but I think a lie hurts worse. A
0: hundred percent agree. No
1: doubt. No doubt. Agreed. But you—you had, you had also, uh, Angel, when you when you first started talking, we're talking about you know there's a, a a difference between how we interpersonally deal with the truth and deal with lies versus you know the, the media world or oh. the information that's out there. The
0: fact checkers, the this news, that news, or this news, bad news. Huge,
1: huge undertaking. Right. Uh, and, and I really think that, you know, if we focus on how we feel from uh, from and about the different pieces of information we get, whether it's interpersonal or it's from the media, you know, how does it make me feel? Does it does it raise my fear? Uh, do, you know, do I start to you know feel some sort of way against, you know, whether it's political figures, sports figures, uh, entertainment figures simply because of this information I've gotten? You know, that's an important aspect right there is to really look at how it makes you feel right Uh, because that's what's going to, you know, your deeper understanding of how you feel about these things are going to translate into your interpersonal very strongly.
0: And, you know, and I like to think, well, I like to view, you know, we view the media and the Facebook, social media and the internet and then the news media, right? That's just kind of a macrocosm of our interpersonal relationships which would be like the microcosm. It's just, it's the same thing, but just at a, at a huge scale, Absolutely. right? You know, we see, you know, people, you know, having these same problems in one-on-one relationships, but it's just magnified, right? It's, it's the collective, so to speak. Um, so it does get, because we're all humans, right? We're all human beings. Most of us. Most of us are humans, most (laughs) of the time. Um, But I think, you know, people lie for all sorts of personal reasons. But again, like those reasons are personal. They lie for themselves. They lie to inflate their standing, you know, amongst their friends, you know, to, to cover up inadequacies, to cover up something they're feeling shame about to cover up something, a choice they might have made that, you know, they are expecting, they're expecting judgment for, right? It's hardly ever about the other person.
1: But there are, to your point earlier, Angel, there are obviously people out there, there are companies out there, Mm -hmm. there are organizations who use misinformation, right? And of course, we feel as if it's lying. And uh, there, there might be other catalysts behind that, obviously, financial gain, sure. uh, market share, you know, various different things like that. But, you know, these are things that we actually we understand. We almost we almost expect that when the Lysol label on television and maybe I shouldn't say an actual <laughs> <laughs> uh, brand, name. brand name says that it kills 99.9 percent of the germs, uh, you know, our natural lie detector might be. Go off and go. Well, wait a minute. How did they determine that 0.01 percent? Right. Where did? How did they get to that exact point? Well, it's misinformation. It's right. But it yeah. but it serves a bottom line. Uh, but we, yeah. we're okay with that.
2: Yeah, and you're exactly right because you you're gonna. It it's the same way if you know using the toothpaste products you know four out of five dentists recommend this and and it may not be for you but it, yeah those are the ones that we know that okay w- yes we understand that doesn't work you know maybe a, a particular type of baking soda someone has something crafty that they end up doing is oh no I came up with my own little mixture and come to find out they just don't want to tell you exactly what they use to get you know whether to spill out the carpet wine out of the carpet whatever those are the like the, those what I consider little white lies. You're not harming anybody because you don't want to give away, I guess, a secret of what makes things work for you. And there are companies that, yes, they do the same. If you buy this thing, you know, miracle ear, you can hear from a thousand yards away and you put it in your ear, it hears like a bunch of tinning sound. So, you know, those are different things that we hear, but it's just when people state something and they look directly at the camera, as we do on, on our podcast and our shows here, when you look directly into a camera and you try to tell someone that, you know, listen, Tomorrow you're all gonna wake up millionaires, and I know it because I said it, and I got a microphone in front of me, and whatever comes out of that mic and from that camera, I'm speaking the truth. And nowhere you're gonna wake up. Now what's gonna happen? Tomorrow morning everybody's gonna wake up. Angel told me that it was I was supposed to wake up as a millionaire. Well, in whatever your way that you're looking at it, might feel like a million bucks. You may have been so tired for weeks on end, so it's different ways you end up telling the lies. Which then, of course, if you're in a relationship. And you tell your statistic another. So <clears throat> remember that $1,000 that we did have? It was a little extra. Uh, I invested in it. Oh, what did you invest in? Um, car cents. Oh, okay. So what's expected of returns? Uh huh. I don't know. We'll find out. Well, a couple weeks later... Your significant other says, "Hey, um, that thousand dollars. Do you think I can get it back? Because something happens with the car, we need repair." Uh, yeah, sure. And now you tell a lie on top of that one. Well, you know, the car sense wasn't working out too well, so I, I decided to go with uh, sticky notes, and it's going to take a little bit longer. So that now those are when you start compounding the lies one on top of the other, versus just telling the simple truth by just saying, "Well, I thought I was going to make a good investment. Apparently, I learned the hard way when I gave up a thousand dollars and I came up with a big old goose egg." And even though it's gonna hurt, but telling the truth is a lot better.
0: Oh, absolutely. Just like um you know our um, the comment that came in, you know, what like telling the truth, it is so much easier. But you know what's, and sometimes it's scary to tell the truth, right? Because you're being vulnerable, you know, and that's a scary word, right? And sometimes, you know, it's easier, you know, it's it's the cheap, easy you know, to come up with it. And and then you're right. And then you have to come up with another lie to cover the first lie, like, you know, and then another lie. And then it it does, it absolutely gets complicated, um, in interpersonal relationships, intimate relationships, and it it rarely ends well, right. (laughs) When when that's happening. And then we, we get into trust issues. Um, but you're absolutely right. Telling the truth is so much easier, but you know, we as humans were wired, you know, other, you know, the, other than food, shelter and sex, we are also wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain, right? Right. And sometimes we use those lies to avoid pain, right? I I I got to come up with a Oh, they're asking you about that $1000 that I actually played on the ponies, but she told me that she didn't want me to play the ponies, so let me come up with something that's a little less Damaging to me, right? In this, in this, you know, less painful at the moment. Oh, I invested it in car sense, right? Sounds good. She'll buy it because we're avoiding pain, and a lot of times we lie for that reason to avoid pain.
1: But even in your example, and especially in in uh, Angel's example, it was specifically to protect themselves. It's it's to protect. And I think also, you know, like when you were talking, uh, Angel about the, you know, the, whether it's the commercial misinformation that's out there and why that, you know, why doesn't that bother us as much as the interpersonal, of course, that's easy to, to feel Mm -hmm. because of that word. It's not personal, right? And that's one of the elements of being lied to that, that causes, or it is the thing that causes pain, you know, someone lying to us and we don't know it, there's no pain, right? Someone lies to us and we know it there's pain involved and it's because we have personalized it. It's about us, what they've said, what they did, that, that misinformation, the white lie, whatever it is, We've that's made, about me
0: we've made it about ourselves
1: we can't do that with the commercials right because we know it's not yeah about and us.
0: we almost expect the commercials to be a little bit off <laughs> so the question
1: point. that that comes to me to my mind immediately after we have that portion of the conversation is well then the pain and the discomfort from lying it, it resides inside of us right what if we didn't make it personal you know what if angel you know in your example uh you know, buying the car sense the other, per- the other person, your partner or, or whoever it is simply didn't make it about them. In other words, the fact that you told them a, a, an untruth. Right. Takes. Right, the- or,
0: yeah. Or even that person, you know, that they watched you after you told them they were going to win the million, the billion dollar megabucks the next day. They didn't win rather than, oh, my God. Angel lied to me. I feel so betrayed. Ah, oh, Angel was wrong. Next. What am I what am I gonna have for breakfast today? So right. much
1: easier said than done. So
0: yeah, it is. It it sounds so simple, but it's not easy because we do internalize it. We do.
1: In fact, the only time that it is a problem lying is when we have internalized it.
2: Yep. No, and, and it's That'd absolute truth. And you know, the, the tough part is is that now again and in, in, in relation to again our, our society and the way it is today. And a lot of people have tuned out the news so much because we know what happened two years ago. We know what's coming up just a couple of months from now. Come November, there, there's going to be some changes. But the part where it comes down to is who will be telling the truth in the very end? Because we hope, like tonight, there's a couple of you know primary elections and key states that they're having. Now, will we see where they actually... You know, tally up the votes, do everything the way it's supposed to be done, or are we going to start hearing about another water main break? You know, someone farted, so unfortunately, they couldn't they? And they smelled up the room, and now they yeah. can't put the counts together. I mean, it, there's going to be all kinds of things that are end up coming up that we may hear come tomorrow morning, and the fear yeah. is. Come November, that we hear the same things over and over again. We don't want to see what happened two years ago. And yet alone, what we see now with them, you know, with with people saying, "Where there's no such thing as inflation. Well, then you're also living under a rock because there is inflation. As we saw, you know, you spend all kinds of frugal money and everything else. But again, you tell the American people a different story. You know, how much are they going to continue to believe? How much do they feel like, okay, you know what? Maybe maybe the government is telling me partial truths and they're going to tell me things are going to get better. The bad part mm-hmm. is, is that we keep believing, and now we have to decipher which one is which. Are it's are we doing what we we can the best that we can for us, for our children, for our families? Are we going to continue feeding all these lies to all these people and have people just succumb by what we want them to hear? You know, in relation, we know that COVID is around forever. It, there's going to be different variants. It's going to be whatever they you know. I I have my own theories of how in the world it came about, but I won't share because I'm pretty sure people go absolutely bananas. But at the same time too, is how much can you believe from that? Because now it's like they come up with different stories when a new version comes out. So first was, well, it's going to kill you. Well, it didn't kill a lot of people. Not at least as many as millions upon millions, as they said, as again, the truth is coming out. The bad part is you have to look and research and do what you're supposed to do to actually see how much of it actually was truth. So when we keep hearing lie after lie after lie, do we start to believe those lies just to be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to let them talk and say whatever they want to, and I know exactly what the truth is. But then you have the conversation just like you talked about earlier, you're at dinner with your friends, you know, if I come to see you guys in the Bahamas, and we're all sitting down, and the three of us, because we have a, a great relationship and great bond here, Someone new might come into the conversation and say, hey, I hear you guys talking about politics, and they get involved, and they talk about everything else, and they're like, ah, listen, whatever you guys say, you guys are lying. We know exactly what went on over there in your state. So it's just, it's getting more and more complicated to know if people are actually more welcoming of telling the truth because me personally, it's like my producer. If she If she's going to buy something, and she knows she thinks it may look good, She's going to ask me. She knows I'm brutally honest because what would be the point of if she purchased, let's say a dress or a shirt and she thought it looked great and she comes home and she puts it on. All right, we're going on tonight with what? (laughs) With that? No, go get changed because it doesn't look good, but that's the truth. And it may hurt a little bit, but it's a truth. So for me, you know, she knows it because I know I will never, ever, ever let her step out anywhere where she knows it doesn't look good on her or is not the right fit. And, Unfortunately, when you tell some people like that, whether it be in friends, you know, family, whatever case may be, it it's it's hurtful because some people, and we've always heard this because everyone has had a female friend or a you know a female family member that's always said, Do I look fat in a dress? And this guy will actually tell you if you do or not, only because you're asking me the truth. So why lie to you? Because then when we go out somewhere, people are gonna be looking like, um, where did you buy that? And the girl's going to feel like, oh, I got it from pennies or wherever. And then she's going to turn around and look at her girlfriend. Oh, my God. Does she not know that it looks ridiculous on her? And if she hears that, if she ear hustles enough, I'm going to be the bad guy. Because she's like, I thought you told me I looked like a million bucks. And why, did,
0: like, why didn't you tell me, Angel? Why did you let me out of the house like this? Right. right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's no. where, again, this is where we start to, even though it may seem like something so small, but then people are like, well, the I'm going to, I'm not going to ask him anything anymore because the next time I ask him, he's going to tell me the same exact thing because that's now what you've developed in your mind. So we hope as we continue with this journey of life, that the people that we come across, the people that we talk to, those in leadership positions actually start learning how to tell that truth a lot more, no matter how much it hurts, because in the end, that's the best thing to tell everyone. Just like you said, G, in the very beginning, everyone is told a lie at one point or another. You know, it, it was either to save themselves. The biggest one is always who? Your employer. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm not feeling well. I got the one day flu. What's that? Nothing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're out there. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I think you hit right on the nail with the hammer, absolutely perfectly, what lies at the center of this question of truth and lies. And it's trust. Mm hmm. You know, when it comes to the, the the politicians and the elections that are coming up, do we trust politicians? No, we don't. And and perhaps, you know, while we want them to tell the tell the truth, beginning to now tell the truth and continue into the future telling the truth, because of the history of the quote unquote lies that they've been telling, uh, we, we have no trust there. But we can look at that and we can understand that that. Potentially, you know, when a, when a candidate gets up to the pulpit and is going to start speaking about what he or she plans to do, they're talking about the future. They're making promises. In fact, the stories that they're telling are truth at that point Mm -hmm. until. And
0: they may very well believe these stories. Absolutely. You know, it could be their belief at that moment.
1: Then they get into office and they find that, you know, that things don't work out the same way that they either had hoped or they already knew it, and they start to take actions which turn their truth, their earlier state of truth, into lies. But we know this. We understand it. We don't like it. We definitely wish it were different and a, and a change. But because we have that understanding, I think we can look at that slightly different and have an expectation that I'm not going to put the trust into the words I've that a, of somebody right. in that situation and
0: like you said Angela, you said you know it's it comes to personal responsibility to do your research right read some articles you know don't take you know things at such face values research read read the books read the articles you know um because A lot of times we're talking about beliefs right it's i mean and there is there's a device we're coming into the the political land again where we're going to go through all the a lot of what we've already been through right you know and a lot of times they're up there and what they're talking about they truly believe right it doesn't make it true for you it doesn't make it true maybe for someone down the street but maybe it does make it make it it true for them right Right. So we all have to find our personal truth too, you know, the the land of social media and the fact checkers and all, you know, those that drives me nuts, Um, because, again, that all boils down to, like, opinions a lot of times. Right. And everybody has opinions about everything. It doesn't make it true. Right. Right. Someone might have the opinion. You know that the Eagles are the best sports team ever in the history of the world, right? Right, and that's awesome. And you may agree with that, but you know somebody from you know Las Vegas might now be like, "No, you know what? It's the Raiders." And and neither one are wrong, right? Right. They're just they're they're coming from a different truth because we and all have beliefs an, yeah. and different beliefs. But like you said, personal responsibility when it comes to the the big stuff, the, you know, the politics, the COVID, the, you know, the pandemics, the plagues, the fires, the floods, the bloods, right? Do your research, right? Because in there, you'll find not the truth, capital T truth, because I'm one, I, I don't think that even exists, but you'll find some little T truths that resonate with you along the way.
1: There's a, there's a, a famous quote that I will completely not... Requote because I won't remember it and I do not remember who said it but uh, is something along the lines of anything outside of physics is just our version of the truth so we absolutely know that if we you know run off of a, a cliff we're going to fall well there's physics for you there's a truth right if I step off the cliff will I fall mm-hmm. yes there's a truth that person lied to me is that outside the world of physics absolutely It's inside the minds of human beings, in which case everybody's got their own version of the truth. Uh, you had mentioned COVID, uh, earlier angel. And and look, I want, I want to point out in the face of truth and lies, you know, as we look back over the last couple of years, what drove all of that, that we're now calling misinformation around COVID and is still driving it one specific human emotion. Fear. Yep. And and I can I can sometimes relate to the idea that, you know, even the the surgeon general or the president at the time, you know, why were even the CDC, even on top of all of the facts that they had, all of the data that they had, what was driving the, the recommendations for shutdown? What was driving recommendations for masks for for uh, eventually the vaccination? It was fear. And if we can recognize that there might be fear behind those pieces of information, well then guess what? It's not about us. We don't have to take it personal. Nope. And it's they did the best that they could with what they had at that time. And no, it's not good enough for me, but that's what was happening.
0: Yeah. And it's still happening here, here in the Bahamas. We're still, we still wear we're masks. Still wearing masks, We're still wearing masks and it's still, it's still driven by fear. Right. And a lot of a lot of the motivation is driven by fear, and I mean that's one of the, I don't know, I guess I, I hate the word negative, but I guess downsides of uh, technology is because right. you know fear can ju- is so very contagious, right? Fear is a, a bigger virus than even COVID,
1: and you can monetize, and
0: it. you can monetize, sure you can. And you can also, you know, viralize it. it. You know, fear is viral, and it becomes viral on social media. Yep. And I think fear is 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 a tool that's used by politicians. It's used by, you know, marketing. Right. Fear sells. Fear, you know, is a money maker. On you know, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's politics, whether it's your Lysol. You know, kill all those germs, Yeah. you know, whether it's the smart water, you know, the smart, I'm afraid to be stupid. So I better buy some smart water. It's driven by fear. And then it circles back to the lies. What are all lies driven by fear? 100% of the time. So there is a common thread, whether it's personal or collective.
2: No, it is. And It's exactly right. And, And by the way, before I come up with my answer here, uh, I think Ducky this might be you. I'm not too sure. I uh, I know I'm ready for some Eagles football. Uh and I this might be Ducky. I'm not I'm not hundred percent certain, but I know uh August twelfth, I, I will I will be here. Unfortunately, I won't be up north. Uh, I'll be down here in Tampa because I got a lot of stuff that's going on down here as well. So that and preparing for football season. So um that's I a great
1: I, invite though. Yeah, yeah. it is
2: no it definitely is but unfortunately I, I, I won't be able to make it because it, at, at that time we're at the height of doing our show as well so I, I, I wish I could I wish I could have up there for the Pittsburgh game but someone's got to man the show because Fuji's going to that game so someone has to control everything from behind the scenes unfortunately um, it is so ducky. ducky I
0: have a question about the, since we're talking about the Eagles so, so I, I did see they, they changed the font of their logo yeah So how are we, is it, is it, is it a good thing? Is that truth or is that
1: a
2: lie? I don't
0: know. (laughs) Lay some knowledge on us. Drop some, is it a truth? Is it a lie? Is it a good? Is it it not so good? Where are we at with that?
2: So it is true that they changed it, but it's only supposed to be changed for this particular season because they're trying to change, once again, as you just mentioned, not too long ago, right? It's between like fear and the money and everything else. So the Eagles... To bring in the younger generation, they figured that they would go with this new lettering. Well, it backfired miserably because everybody hates the new lettering. You might find a a certain few amount of people that actually like it, but those of us who have the old Eagles logo, that's what we're keeping. So this was something that was just created by the Eagles for one season. It was more of a marketing thing. They wanted to see, okay, how well it's going to be received. I will tell you within the first five minutes that it was launched on social media, the backlash was a lot worse than the reception of what wow. they thought were going be like, oh my God, it's going to be great. Nope, it was horrendous. And it continues to be. So I, I don't know who came up with that. But I think to counteract what he did, the NFL approved of the Eagles all black helmet that they ended up using when they do the blackout nights. They go with the black uniforms. So I guess everyone, it went from boy, this is terrible to, oh my God, the NFL finally did something right for us. So it's, you know, it, again, it's where the truth and lies come in. But as far as, you know, when we talk about the the, the CDC and we talk about as far as like what goes on with COVID and everything else and the fear factor, when when you look at Lysol, interesting enough and Lysol, you're welcome for all the free plugs here tonight. But (laughs) 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 when you look at it, what is it's the irony. And I want everybody to really think about this in the two years as some places still are still trying to get back to normal here. In those two years, as of recent, you just saw Lysol back at Target and Publix or Acme or wherever else that you shop, and the commercials are starting to come back. Now, why would Lysol, and it's not because, not because of the supply chain shortages, there's a reason behind it all. Why? Because Lysol has always stated it'll kill what? germs and if you guys look on the can on the new ones ironically they don't have it on the older Mm. cans it used to say it would kill bacteria and COVID now ironically how was that on there if COVID truthfully didn't happen so the stuff was on there before but now it's gone It's re-lettered, so I want everybody, when you buy a new can of Lysol, take a look how everything now has been magically transformed. It still kills 99%, but they changed it all because they knew that if Lysol was still rarely available on the market, yes, all these contact things that we went through would have not been around because of why. Because we know that it actually works. When your kids, your family members have a flu in the house, what do you do? Get the Lysol, spray in the knobs, spray it everywhere, you know, spray it all over the place. And ironically, a lot of this stuff ends up going away. So it's just, when people want to talk about like, well, before you throw shade at somebody, well, the companies have to look at themselves because there are certain companies that were not around that are just now starting to come back. The same thing. If we take a look at, when you talk about truth and lies, how is it possible that baby formula all this time during a pandemic was a okay and okie dokie. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a panic stricken until it what? It took some babies to die for the government to turn around and say, oh, listen, uh, we got everything straight now. There's nothing to see here, folks. There's another smoking mirror that's right behind me, but we chased the smoke out of it and now everything comes back to normal. So right. when you start feeding, this is why I keep saying it, when you start feeding people lies over and over again, how much are you gonna start believing the truth when they wanna come back and say so? You look at the gas prices, right? What did they blame it on? They blamed it on Russia. Well, let me check. Two years ago, when someone entered the office, things started going up in this direction, right? It was right here at level ground that all you had to do was take the ball, run with it, and you would have been just fine. No, nope. we want to change words, and we want to tell people other things. We want to say that that was a very bad man. I'm the good guy here, and watch things go up. Unfortunately, yeah, inflation, prices, everything goes up but the rest of the country goes down. Why? Because now it's divided and it's worse than even divided. So now the people are just getting tired of being fed lies all the time because exactly what it is. And and anyone can come on here at another show and they can debate me forever because I love debates. That's a great thing. I got a good friend that's in politics and he knows it as well. Him and I go back and forth a lot of different things. But again, it comes down to how much of a lie are you're going to believe. And if it, and as I say it, and for those who are going to listen to the audio download show of, of the house here overseas and in different countries, and I appreciate everyone who always tunes in and also downloads the program, but take a look at the Lysol products and ask yourself, why did they take a hiatus? The company was still there. The factory was still there. Why was there a major hiatus for them in those two years? Oh yeah, because the CDC once again controls a lot of things that they know would have killed so many different things at a different variation and different rates than to say, you know what? We're going to put the fear in everybody and as long as you stay in the house, you'll be just fine. You see people drive around in their cars, one person in the car, and what are they doing? A can't bruise. Oh my God, it's so hot. I'm the only person inside my car. Well, then take it off. If you, if you fear life that bad, stay in your house. Because and think. Yeah, it,
0: it does. It boils down, like you said, to beliefs, right? Yeah. You know, and and what's being put out there, and the news. I mean, a lot of, you know, what's going on in our heads. A lot of it is influenced of what we're putting on in our heads. You know, so, you know, and then you know, combine them with our personal beliefs. You know, no judgment. If if someone wants to, you know, is still wearing a mask and is is concerned about their health and and doing all the right things, great. You know that's your personal choice. Those are your personal choice. It doesn't make you wrong, right? Another person has a different view, of it, it doesn't make you wrong, right? It it gets when it gets tricky is when we make it personal. we make it personal, right? You know their choices somehow are affecting me, right? Right, um, and we try to get into the right fight right? We have to win because I'm right, because I know, you know, this and that about COVID, or I don't know this and that, like, and, and then we, we seek to, to win the argument rather than understand, right? Where the person is coming from. If there was more understanding, there would be less, I think, BS on, you know, social media, mm-hmm. you know, it, it hurts my heart. So many times that I've seen people on social media unfriending people because of their beliefs yeah. on a political person or a plague like family members not speaking anymore because you know someone is pro mask and someone is not that hurts my heart right because that that is to me you know that's the real plague not the the bug right, right. yeah It's the divisiveness.
1: Absolutely. And you, and Angel, earlier you had stated a a question a couple of times and I, and I, and I think it's worth, I don't, I I don't think we can answer it. The question being, how long will we put up with the misinformation or the lies? How long will we deal with or allow, or when will we get so frustrated that anarchy ensues? And I think what sits at the at the at the core is exactly what Gina just got done explaining. You know, if each of us as an individual can just wrap our heads around, or at least be open enough to understand why people, companies, politicians, the CDC, our family member, why people lie, and realize that I can make it personal. I can make it about me. And if I do so, then I will have a breaking point i will have a point when i go they're toxic i'm done i'm not gonna buy that i'm i'm gonna join some militia but if we can recognize if i don't make it personal if it is just them doing what they need to do because of their own fears or they're seeking the market share or their or in in your case like with lysol you know there's two ways of looking at that did they take responsibility internally and now they're coming up you know, with, they took some time off and now they're coming up with a, a new campaign or, or like, it was it, com- Oh my God, we've got to cover we've it got up to cover our asses and just, how we can continue yeah. and perpetuate exactly. the lie because that lie equates to dollars for us. Right. You know, look, whether, with whichever way you tend to believe, if you're not taking it personal, well, then you won't have a breaking point. You won't get to a point where your mistrust of the entire world and companies and so right. on and so forth means you're you know going to crumble or or hide inside your house or break through that breaking point
0: you know and and limiting you know and being selective of the outlets that you are getting your information from you know being more discerning of you know who and what you're putting into your mind will help i haven't watched mainstream news in years we We actually made
1: a decision years ago uh we actually haven't had cable television Right. You know, we select and choose off of, of Netflix. We don't read the newspaper. I think about the only information we get and it's only a trickle, right. you know, might be through Facebook or social YouTube, media, your
0: little social media. Yeah. That's, that's enough. <laughs> that's but enough. we love
1: yeah. lear- learning about the details of, of what's happening from you tonight. Right. Cause man, exactly. I learned quite a bit.
0: And I, I would, I would tell people, you know, question, you know, your best defense against anything, that you're seeing on the news, seeing on social question, everything, mm-hmm. be curious, you know, t- do some research, read some articles, use Dr. Google, right? Google everything, Yeah. you know, and learn for yourself and see what resonates with you. Right. My, my dad used to say, you had this phrase, Oh, you'll die of a misprint. And you know, it's true. Like with, if we don't take personal responsibility and, and do our own due diligence, we're going to be, yanked around by the emotions of the newscaster of the day
1: of the lies of the, the lies what's true what's, true,
0: what's yeah. not you know find out what's true for you right and hold your beliefs but hold them loosely and be open to other people's point of view okay you know what thank you for your point of view i'll consider it i don't really agree and be okay with that right
1: if it's, if it's important yeah. enough to you you'll do the research if it's not that important to you you won't yep. you won't be taking it
2: personal either way
0: and you know while we're at it let's let's have Facebook get rid of the fact checkers because they are kind of annoying
2: yeah <laughs> well because yeah that's the <laughs> whole thing
0: <laughs> are?
2: yep no it's true and Jesse's right as well because the problem is that you have to do the research and and so many people don't want to do any more. you know why because again this thing that could be a good friend of yours is also your worst enemy why because people don't take we talked about this in another session that people, the art of communication is absolutely gone. And and those who want to talk and have a conversation because same way. And I, I use the same scenario we did a little bit earlier. I come to visit you guys to the Bahamas, the same person now that was telling us, don't believe everything that you're hearing. All of a sudden he hears a conversation and he says, man, even though those guys, Oh, I didn't believe everything they were saying. Maybe I should do some research. And then we go and have, let's say two days later, we all go to have coffee, you know, Debbie, my producer, walked in the room and she says, hey, remember that guy that was talking and he said that we were all full like baloney and everything else? Well, he's coming back. So now the guy comes back and goes, um, hey, you guys, I, I just want to apologize and say that. I'm not saying that what you were telling me were all truth, but I did some research. Now you're gathering information and you're collaborating. You're going back and forth, right? Which makes a lot of sense. So now you take away what was the lie and what became the truth. And who knows, you may have come across something and you were a stern believer that you were—you knew you were telling the truth. And then someone said, well, it's kind of ironic because in this article right here, 4 million people did say that, you know, that was a myth bust or whatever the case may be. So you may not be, and, and Gia, you said this earlier, you may not be right all the time you're going to make the arguments everybody's going to make the argument that they're always right no matter what if, if i tell you this guy is purple outside you got going to tell me it's blue no i see purple maybe i'm colorblind who knows but i'm always going to be right so it's it's taking that time to actually learning believing trying to understand and cope with each other to say okay we need to get better at this we need to get better at communication we need to get better at so many different things but we also lie to each other too because it's like okay I'm going to do this research and then you get sidetracked with something else and you forget to do it. And then you go back to that conversation and that person says, Hey, remember I asked you to do this for me? Oh yeah. Well, my dog, you know, was having like anxiety at night and I kind of felt bad. So I decided to cut off. In the meantime, you're thinking in your head, Oh my God, I forgot. Oh my God. Oh my God. And your side note, you know that you're doing wrong. So instead of just saying, you know what, you're right. And I, I, I I just, I forgot. Honestly, I forgot, but I will make sure that I will follow through with what you asked me to do and I'll get back to you. It's better than. Make
0: that the normal. I mean, but like I said, make that the normal. That's a personal choice. So I'm like, if you find yourself coming up with the excuse, honestly, that is, it's difficult and it's uncomfortable, right? It is super uncomfortable to really you know, gosh, share your truth with someone, you know, someone texts you on the phone, right. And, and you just don't answer them. Right. And then they're all thinking that your goes rather than, or like make it normal to say, listen, I really don't have the mind space for this right now. I didn't have a good sleep. I'm not feeling well, but I'd, I'd love, you know, to talk to you a little bit later. Like, but it feels weird. We're not taught. To do that. We are not taught to have boundaries like that. Right. Right. I just, I just don't have the bandwidth. Listen, I started that practice, you know, being really honest, right. About, you know, I can't, you know, I I can't have that conversation with you right now. I just don't have the bandwidth. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a practice. Right. And And it will
1: feel uncomfortable at first and
0: it will feel uncomfortable. Well, and it should because it's it's just not a skill that we ever learn we're you know we we're, we're told to make excuses right but
1: what we're not aware of is that just by chance or usually is going to happen we get an immediate reward because that type of truth is actually met very favorably yeah we just don't think about that ahead of time but
0: right and then we don't have to compound or compound or compound or compound yeah. right. And it, it is. It's a lot easier. It's you know really, um, it's just leaning into that 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 pain of the discomfort. Like I said earlier, the the pleasure pain principle. You know, speaking your truth. You know, for whatever reason, it just feels uncomfortable.
1: Well, the and the the first comment that popped up on screen. Yeah. You know, it's it, just easier. It's
2: just easier. It is right. It, and the, you yeah, know and the ironic thing is, and, it it. Does. And it I'm sorry, go ahead, yeah,
0: and and then by doing that, you actually, you know, you might inspire someone else to do the same thing. Oh my god, that was really cool that Angel said, like, actually said he didn't have the bandwidth for this conversation and didn't, you know, tell me his dog had like gotten sick. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really cool. I'm gonna try that,
2: yeah, because I, I mean, it's first of all, in, in the story I'm gonna share in a second, but it, it, it's the absolute truth because the, the worst part is. Especially when you meet someone for the very first time, whether it's a it's a complete stranger or you're going somewhere because you're you're hanging out with your friends. That first impression is always going to be just like we, we've known for many, many years. The first impression is the last impression you're ever going to make on someone. Now, if you're in a group that if, let's say for your friends, you consider your cool friends, like the people that you know you can associate with and say whatever on your mind and everybody can do whatever they want to for that moment. That's great. But then there also, one friend might tell you, oh, by the way, remember those kind of like spoiled people I was telling you about? Well, they're going to be there too. So now you come with this mindset, okay, am I going to be me, the character that I am in front of my friends, or do I have to build up this character to make myself sound smart? So when people meet me, it's was like, Oh yeah. Um, yes. Well, um, my Mercedes is outside. I, I you know I was thinking about trading it maybe kind of like an upgrade, but I'm not too sure. I like the C class, but now Cadillac is coming up with a $300,000 vehicle and I've got enough money to put away for that, you know, kind of toy money. So now, you got to remember everything you just said because the next time that person runs into you, and it could be just at a regular department store, like, "Hey, how did you make out with that? That didn't you say you were buying a Cadillac for three hundred thousand dollars?" And now in your brain, you're going, "Wait, what? What conversation that I have? Did I say that? I right? Remember? Yeah. So that's but,
0: and and we all we all have done that. We've all put our best foot forward in a, in a on a date or on a job interview, right? We beca- we're human beings we are so good at the art of fitting in we mm-hmm. really are right and it's easy it's easy to fit in and become the person you know that you know,
1: think that other you people think, think they want
0: right right you know I, I just bought. you're hanging out with the the, the snooties and wh- like whatever you said and no oh, i've got this 400 million dollar yacht and this and that and then they see you at waha wawa and like how's your yacht what what it gets complicated but we do it to fit in because we are wired for connection so it is absolutely normal to inflate conflate and stretch a little bit Mm -hmm. to feel like we're fitting in and that's something you know that we learned from our caregivers we learned you know at a young age right act uh, act the way you're expected to act and we can deep dive deeper into that you know when we talk about you know, parent, parents, you know, how they label us or, or things like that. What we're not very good at as humans is true belonging, feeling like you truly belong somewhere, right? right? And that only can come through being authentic.
2: Yeah, no, it's true. That's it,
0: hard stuff right there. Because yep. being authentic, God, they're going to see the real me. Oh, my God what if they don't like what I see, what they see? You yeah. know, what if they know that I burned cookies every time I bake them? Like what if they see my dark, you know, crusty edges, but honestly the only way to truly belong is to be truly authentic.
2: It's so true because I mean, the worst thing is that, you know, you, if you have to be someone else other than being yourself, then maybe you, you should think about the, the people you hang out with or the place that you go for me. For years, the biggest nerd, I'm still a nerd till today, right? And I have no problem admitting that. I told you guys before that, that, you know, before in in a different conversation. But I rather, if I'm going to say something to you, I'm going to be as bold as frank as I possibly can. Some people don't like it. They'll be like, oh my God, either, hey, you're an a-hole or I just think the way you think is, is completely absurd when they go back and they think about the conversation and then the next time I see that that might be the same person you know I kind of thought about what you said and uh, you know I I shouldn't have called you an a-hole I guess maybe I should kind of open up a little bit more to see what you were talking about because it's how we engage in a conversation as well now if it's you know if it's one night where everybody everybody picked the topic and we're like all right you know tonight's gonna be political night and everybody brings in just lays everything on the table and talks about politics and everything else. That's kind of like a time to shine because now is when you want to bring a, a lot of these truths. But of course, there's going to be an argument because it's politics. Politics is filled with what? Truth and lies. So those are times like you pick your battles upon when you want to have these conversations and how you want to be. Now, again, for me, <clears throat> there's a limit where I will hold like a threshold, you know, per se. Once that threshold is crossed, the next set of words may not be the most choice words, but I even think about exactly what I want to say because the, for me, it, if, if I'm frank with people and I'm talking to them in a, in a great setting, but you keep coming at me like you want to choke the crap out of me, I'll just tell you, go after yourself. It's just that simple because for me, it's okay. I'm telling you right now, stop end the conversation. That's it. Cool it down. We'll come back to it because, it shouldn't never get to that point. It should be understandings, knowing that if if I catch you in something, I'm going to bring it out. I don't care who it is, whether in front of your boyfriend, girlfriend, family, whatever the case may be, in the same way I expect it for people in return. Because if I say something and a family member of mine was there and then they go back and they, you know, they're you another day with me with another friend of mine. And it's like, wait, a minute, you told me this thing here. I'm busted. So now they're calling me out. I got to make sure that I am like, all right, you know what? Yeah, uncle, you know what? I, I Okay, so I did lie, but I was lying because I want to get myself out of the situation. But either way you look at it, you still lie. Now, the difference is if you don't want to go to a particular party, does that white lie come into effect? Yeah. You could tell the person, honestly, I, I just, I don't want to go. I'm sorry. I'm not in the mood or anything else like that. But what ends up happening I got to buy an outfit and then I don't know what outfit's going to look good. And, you know, I'm coming home late from work. And so how about if, you know, if, if I can make it, I'll try. Then it becomes so you're either right. lying
1: to yourself or you're lying to that person or you're doing both.
2: Right. So, but yeah. the,
1: uh, Angel, I think you, I think you do something and you've mentioned it a couple of times, you know, during this, this past hour, uh, you warn people. I am going to be frank. I'm going to speak my mind. And I, I don't know, I, I guess, I don't think we, you know, we really talk about that enough. That's, that's a great thing that, that I've, I've known a few people who sure. have done that, yeah. but imagine what you're doing. You're setting yourself up to tell the truth, right? even the uncomfortable truth, or if it's so uncomfortable, you just opt not to speak. Right. And another, I think that's that's commendable. And that's a, awesome.
0: Another thing, you know, that you said, like you have discernment, you know, and you know that, you know, these friends I can have these political discussions with and and really come to an understanding if, whether we agree or not. Right. You know, and then, you know, these people over this group over here, maybe I wouldn't, you know, really, you know, engage in that type of conversation with them. So it really is right. about being discerning right of Of what types of conversations that you're choosing to get into with the people you're you know choosing connecting to getting, with. yeah, connecting with
2: right no it, it's, Sorry, that's why it's, you know it, the the funny part and I I, want, I know I want to say stories were coming up here on the hour, but the I went to an interview this is years ago, and I was shaved, professionally dressed, and as I went through the interview process it it, it took about forty minutes. In the end, the guy tells me, you know, I, I just, I believe that you may not be exactly the person we're looking for, but we thank you for coming in. And, and to me, I looked at it I was like, okay, so you just 45 minutes, we were in this conversation. And basically you knew from the time I walked in a room, it was a good probability that you didn't want to hire me. Now, the irony, as I got back in my car, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to change. I'm coming right back. Mind you, as I said, I was professionally dressed, went home, put on my military uniform Walked back inside the same office and told them, hey, listen, um, I didn't fill out an application uh, as of yet, but I did hear through a friend that you guys were hiring for this particular position, and I want to see if I can just talk to someone, you know, within the next hour or so. The lady that was at the front desk immediately went inside to talk to the same manager I had just seen about 45 minutes ago, went in there. Two minutes into the conversation, he says, you know what, you are just the perfect candidate that we're looking for. So here's the starting pay, here's what's going on this and that. And I just kind of took a step back and I said, you know what's funny? I was just here close to 45 minutes ago. And the only difference between that conversation and this conversation is the uniform that I'm wearing. So that's the only proving point that I want to do to you. So thank you now for your time and for telling me that I have the job, but I would like to gladly decline. Uh, working here for your company because I see that you guys don't see people. You just want to hear what you want at the moment or the perception looks is better for you. So thank you for your time, but I'm out. And I left because what right. difference did it make that if I still was me, I didn't know. There was no facial hairs, nothing else. Professional suit. And just because I came back in my military uniform, things change. So it, it goes to show you too that when people... He could have just came out and said, "Hey, listen, um, I'm not gonna waste a lot of your time. I just think that maybe we're not a right fit for each other, and you know, we'll just. Move. I'd have been more comfortable with that than to go through what I did and then experiment my own self. Only come to find out it was just because I threw on my uniform. So that adds right. to the same way with all this, you know, all these things that go on. But you know, the only thing that we hope for, as it, as we'll continue. And by the way, everyone, for those who are listening in, those who are still watching, uh." coaching sessions will be back on its normal night on Mondays, except for as this lovely couple reminding me when it comes to Monday night football, it will be switched from Monday night to Tuesday night. So if Eagles play on Monday night, coaching sessions will be followed by on Tuesday night. So that's the only days yes. that you guys end up seeing the switch back and forth. But listen, you guys, it, it's, I'm pretty sure that we can go on for this and it'll start oh, off on different yeah. topics. So we're going to leave that, with that there with the truth and lies and i'm pretty sure i'll grab something else from this conversation hopefully other people do as well and then next week who knows it, it'll be maybe a collective of this week that can spawn yeah. into other things so uh it was great once again seeing you guys i'm glad you're nice and healthy more importantly because i know Gia for a while uh you weren't yes. feeling too well so it looks like in the same way with right. you jesse so i'm glad you guys made that bounce back yep. and it's great to see you both
1: it's amazing to see you, Angel, and thank you again. Thank we love this. We
0: love this. We love that coaching sessions are back in action. And yeah, let's we can stack on to the truth and lies. Maybe add a little judgment next week or something, something fun like that. I'm sure we'll come up with something.
1: Pandora's box. Pandora's has been open.
0: box has been opened, and we are we are here. Yeah. To bring
2: you know what, remind me for next week of Judgment with, oh boy, that would, that would be quite the show for Judgment because... Oh yeah. Uh, as we love to not tell the lies, but boy, do we love to judge? It's just the way things mm-hmm. go. And, and unfortunately, and, and it could work both ways as well. So yeah, you know what? That would be the great topic for next week. So we'll yeah, finish We're up on. with the truth and lies halfway there and to make the full circle with the judgment. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And for those of anybody who out there who wants to join in, please, by all means, end up joining in come next week. So uh, until then, we hope that everyone has a great week. We will be, of course, Back on the sports show on Thursday. I hope that Fuji and Kristen are enjoying their vacation out there in Mexico because they're trying to get some time away to make sure to get that R&R because his wife Kristen is about to go back to school. So we know that the school year is going to be a supply shortage of teachers and school bus drivers and everything else. So this is their getaway. So I hope they're enjoying themselves and have a lot of fun. So with that all being said, we hope to see you guys come next week. Enjoy the rest of your evening. This has been Broad Street South with Dia Jesse. Gia and Jesse on coaching sessions. And we will see you guys right back here next week. i see one more comment before I sign off here. Uh, Have a good night. And Ducky, if that was you, thank you so much for watching and for everyone tuning in. So we'll see everybody here again next Monday night at eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm waiting for the, let's yeah. see if it should.
1: Oh, no, no, I thought it was what, the outro. Yeah,
2: yeah. it will come back here in a second. It's trying to end the broadcast.